Well, hello everyone. Welcome to the very first episode of Attempted Parenting, which is a lovely little podcast. Which is the uh, am I still allowed to say brainchild? Yeah, yeah. Of uh, my wife and I approved. Approved. My wife is Nikita. Hey. And I am Josh. And we just thought we might do kind of do this first one about kind of why we're doing this podcast. Oh. <laughs> can't just sit there and not say anything. I'm pretty sure I can. Um, yeah, I don't want, don't want it to be like just me chatting. But I enjoy just you chatting, so I'm sure other people would enjoy just you chatting. So anyway, I guess uh, Josh and I have been talking about doing this for quite a while, actually. A little while now. A little while, a little while. Probably like almost 12 months now. <laughs> oh, I reckon more than. I think we were doing it before <laughs> our second born. Yeah. But anyway, I think uh, the main purpose behind this podcast is because we felt pretty alone. I yeah. mean, parenthood is mother flipping lonely. <laughs> and if you're like us, difficult. Very, very difficult. Mm. So I guess it's just, uh, you know, it was, it was much harder than we ever anticipated. I remember uh, pretty early on we had some pretty decent ideas of what we thought it would be like. And Oof. we were both... Very much in for a rude shock, I think. Mm, mm. We were those typical first-time parents that read and read. Well, I was. Josh's <laughs> not so much. I read chapter after chapter, book after book, and yep. highlighted. I had sticky notes. I remember those books, actually. Oh, they, man. Do you remember Charlie actually – sorry, Charlie's our dog. dog. <laughs> Charlie ripped one of them to shreds. Chewed the and cover <laughs> off, and I think I cried hormonal tears. i, I got to be honest, though. I feel like that's very symbolic – <laughs> what was about to happen? <laughs> it's a metaphor of parenthood. Yeah, thanks, Charlie. Thanks, thanks for man. I think he was trying to warn us. <laughs> it was really funny, though, because I remember I thought to myself, hey, I'll start getting up really early just to get ready uh, for the lack of sleep. So I'd get up at like 5 a.m. and kind of clean the house and do stuff around the house. And then, yeah, I thought I was preparing <laughs> myself. <laughs> I really did, but that's definitely not the way it worked out. It was actually quite funny. You know, like I... I look back now and, and it started at five for like the first week and slowly drifted into like not doing it anymore. Oh man, if only that was the way. Uh, it was fun though. Only that, you know, bled into parenting. But yeah, we felt pretty lonely in our journey. journey. Like yeah. no one else around us was kind of facing the things that we were facing. Yeah. I mean, our firstborn, his name's James and he's now three. And when he was born, we were, like I said, first time parents. Yeah. And everyone around us was on to their third and fourth and their kids were just uh, am I allowed to say docile <laughs> because that's what it felt like in comparison uh, look, it felt like they were like on uh, tranks like yeah, tranquilizers, tranquilizers all the time yeah in comparison no but they just sit there you know they just yeah. chill out awesome babies slip through the night yeah 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 not ours. That's not what we got at all. That's not what we got. No, I always, I always tell people actually because they, they keep talking about how well their kids are sleeping, and I always talk about how, with James, the amount of times he's slept through, and he's now three, like I could count on one hand, and that's pretty accurate. Actually, oh, we did have one night this week. That was oh, oh, that was nice. But then the other one was awake so too, nice. so that was that was kind of pointless but yeah so just to clarify we do have two children james and gideon yep and not a child and a dog um we do still have the dog and a cat yeah we inherited a cat somehow 
inherited a cat. I feel like you pulled the sneaky on me with that one. <laughs> we pulled a sneaky. Well, I remember yeah, when right we got it. Charlie, the idea was to put off kids for longer. What the hell happened? <laughs> it was like six, six months. months later. <laughs> I was I pregnant. I bought myself six months with a dog. Hey, come on. You wanted kids just as much as I did. Look, no, we have moments where we, like, get really upset at our dog. Come on. <laughs> and I think back to myself, like, oh, I just I just shouldn't have, like, we just shouldn't have got him shouldn't in the first committed. place. Yeah. Yeah. It was hilarious. He was purchased uh, as an attempt to kind of buy time and that did not, <laughs> did not work at all. It was good. Husbands, if you're listening to this, do not buy your wife an animal because either work. she'll just want more or it won't last as long as you hope it will and you'll still have babies. It doesn't work. It, do it. it doesn't work. It's a trap. It is a trap. <laughs> All right, so yeah, I mean, we, we kind of just wanted to do it as well because obviously there's some unique things about, I guess, what we've been through, and we thought um, in talking about it, for those who are listening, you know, might be able to help you through uh, similar circumstances, you know, or just feeling like someone gets it. Yeah, because I think that was one of our biggest things too. You know, yeah. we we stumbled across by chance on one of Josh's good friends found out like he was a friend that we had and he we just weren't overly close and then yeah. circumstances kind of kind of led us to be a little bit more closer and him and his wife have a have a child who is very similar to our eldest and it was just such a like a breath of fresh air to know someone yeah. was having just as a poor time <laughs> yeah. as you were yeah. like there was no diagnosis like there's nothing there's there's n- nothing wrong with our children they're just <laughs> high needs children so yeah. it was it was nice to know like we we connected over our you know connected over over our children. Over our children. Over our difficult, high-needs <laughs> children. Well, it's actually quite funny because I'd probably consider him, you know, one of my closest friends now. And it's funny how much of that bonding has happened around... Kids. Kids or having a difficult child who just kind of get together and just kind of whinge and moan and <laughs> talk about how bad, we, how bad it's been and how little sleep we got and... What is yeah. it? Solida- solidar- solidarity, solidarity in commiseration or something? <laughs> Very much like that, yeah. But I mean, it's it's been an interesting journey. I mean, we are, um, you know, unapolog- unapologetically Christian parents. Uh, it's definitely a large part of what we do, um, an important part of what we do. Um, yeah, so it is definitely a factor and... And, uh, yeah, but it so. also makes it very difficult for us as well because we feel like we fall into this really weird middle ground with parenting. And I think that's that's one of the things we've struggled with as well is that element of um, being Christian parents yeah. but wanting to prepare our children in, instead of just protecting them from the yeah, outside absolutely. world. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, yeah, like I can definitely relate and felt like I had parents who – we're pretty high in the protection radar, whereas I feel like there was probably more of a need for preparation. Yeah, um, yeah. Because of the time that I, uh, time and space I grew up in. But I mean, that's one of the scary things. I mean, I think about James being three years old, and I wonder what oh. school's going to be like for him. And no, he's never know. going to school. <laughs> he's still a baby. <laughs> well, there's no like. But the truth is, is that it's at a stage now where there's no protecting him. And it's like, just preparing like said, him for yeah, what's there. Like you said, you'd want to invest your time and energy into preparing them. Yeah, as a and giving them the skill set that they need. Yeah. yeah, well, it's it's, it's going to be really interesting to kind of see that unfold for sure. 
But, um, you know, as a part of that package, I guess, um, you know, self-awareness uh, and emotional awareness. Emotional intelligence. Is is extremely important in what we're trying so to do as well. So important. Um, you know, we would really love to have uh, kids who are emotionally aware I'd and like, I'd like to think that we, we do. Mm. I'd like to think that we're well on the way yeah. to doing that. And I don't know exactly how we've done that yeah and i think i think there are a few key things that we've done but i think we stumbled on it completely by chance yeah yeah well it's something that's always rated for me i I feel like um that i am somewhat emotionally aware and you know in tune with with what i feel and and some of the reasons why i feel things and and the feelings of other people too and i feel like it's gotten me a long way in my life and goes yeah. a long way in the things that I do. And I in think my it life. goes beyond just being like sympathetic to someone's situation or yeah. being empathetic to someone's situation. It's about like kind of understanding the crux of what they're doing and why. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's more about I guess getting behind the intent, the intent than the actual actions. <sighs> yeah. You and your intent. <laughs> so I guess the other aspect of what we're trying to do as well is that we've kind of committed ourselves to really not raising our children in like the normal way. Uh, Society's view as being the yeah, normal way. Yep, yep. And we've kind of stumbled across some uh, teaching around this concept called uh, attachment parenting, um, which kind of came up for us because we were listening to a podcast yeah, uh, about yeah. parenting. Yeah, so I was listening to a podcast on recommendation from someone that I follow on Instagram based on you know dealing with tantrums you know i was yeah. heavily pregnant with gideon and we just couldn't deal and James i was, was in his terrible twos uh, he was in terrible twos since the beginning of time <laughs> but <laughs> we just didn't really know how to deal with his behavior mm. um and we didn't like what was told like what we were told to do like we didn't yeah. we didn't like the element of timeouts and spanking yeah. and yeah. we didn't like the idea of taking away you know yeah things that belong to him like we just and it was it was interesting as well because i feel like our, our commitment to raising emotional self-aware children yeah kind of bleeds into that as well yeah, because yeah. that was at the forefront of not wanting to go down the spanking and timeout punishments yeah punishments we, it just it just things. wasn't like i'd much rather be able to verbalize with my children yeah and have my children verbalize with me what what's going on for them so we i listened to this podcast and it made this like one comment that um that said you know your children aren't acting out because they hate you yeah. they're looking for a place to land their emotion yeah and that resonated with us and that that one line really was the turning point for our parenting journey yeah it was it was a huge deal because i remember you know um james was right at that age where you know if he wasn't getting what he's wanted or you know, in, in that particular moment, he would he would flip. He'd, he'd have a tantrum, and oh, yeah. and I remember there was a couple of times, and it's really weird as a parent to kind of not do this, but you kind of um, own what they're doing as like uh, 
almost like they're it's like a personal attack yeah yeah it feels that way it feels like they're trying yeah like they're trying to go out of their way to they see their that button and they push it yeah yeah and they're like trying to embarrass you they're trying to you know like make a real public scene about Mm. it um when realistically a part of what we uh learnt around attachment parenting is that it's just a matter of them wanting to land emotions that they're trying to deal with right then and there you know kids aren't born with the ability to like they're not born with the emotions like they like they don't they don't understand they don't understand the emotion i mean you've still got adults out there who still don't understand (laughs) how to properly deal with properly deal with like anger or frustration so you can't expect you know a two-year-old to like when they can't properly verbalize what they're taught what they're feeling so you know, it was just that element of your child's not out to attack you. Yeah. They feel vulnerable with you and they yeah. feel comfortable and confident enough that you're going to protect them. Yeah. That they're going to lash out. And so I remember that we had, I was so pregnant. I was so pregnant and we're at Bunnings and he had yeah. like a full on meltdown. Oh. And I just didn't know what I didn't know what to do. Like I was yeah. waddling around after him, but couldn't do anything. And he was so tired, and I just had to pick him up. And I just like held him there, and he was just thrashing. Yeah. And I just remember being so broken in that moment. And it was like that day or the next day that I listened to this podcast, and it just made so much sense because yeah. I've never felt comfortable parenting with like dishing out punishments yeah you know like yeah. it's just it's just not who i am yeah well it, i mean it put the whole like it spun the situation for me it like just spun the situation on its head because all of a sudden it no longer became about you mm. and what they were doing to you in that yeah. moment but yeah. more about like okay their the recognition that they're going through something and they need me to support them yeah regardless yeah. of what that kind of public uh opinion was or what was going on around us it was it became less and less about me and what other people saw and yeah. thought and more about me going do you know what okay it's time for me to to help yeah. or time to time for me to intervene yeah but in a manner which was kind of like embracing mm. getting down on their level um, and, and really offering kind of, that physical touch yeah, too. That's yeah, so important. Yeah. I remember like now the response is when uh, James, you know, goes down that path of kind of losing it is to kind of pick him up and, yeah. you know, just, just walk around holding him for a little while and, and, and talking to him. And he will talk to you about mm. his feelings. You know, we, yep. we, have a, we have a three-year-old now who will quite openly tell you his emotions and yeah help you understand why he's feeling those emotions you know like it's just it's just so crazy yeah but there's the other side of it too as well as that like in in talking about it more and more and kind of being aware of it you can kind of see that um it's true about you being the person that they're comfortable with to land those emotions oh, which is yeah. why which is why he goes and spends time with other people um he's just actually started his daycare journey and the truth is is that he's on his best behavior for those people because it's not an element of just like i can act out with mum and dad it's an element of i can land my Emotions with mum and yeah, dad, I feel yeah. comfortable enough to yeah. let it out, let it's it like show. Why kids are always so good with grandparents, you yeah. know, like yeah. they, you know, they go to grandparents and they're as good as gold, and yeah. then they come home and they're just the little turds that they were before they left, you know, yeah. like 
And it's, that has to do more so, so with, yeah, with them wanting to land their emotions. But, and like it helped us with our parenting journey. But like you said, it, it helped us realize that it wasn't about us. It yeah. was, well, it was about him. And so yeah. it no longer became, oh, I'm failing as a parent or I'm doing a really crappy job. Like it became more about, okay, well, how can I help him yeah. understand where he's at? Yeah. And how can I you know support him in this sure yeah no and i totally get it and it's it's been an interesting journey but really that that podcast kind of janet lansbury yeah look her up uh yeah like it, it literally uh just spun the whole journey on its head for us and you know and it really succinct i guess or kind of came in and and interwoven into really that desire for us to raise emotionally aware and yeah. and, and self-aware children yeah. like it just married in really nicely it, it compartmentalized everything yeah you know we had all these like mixed emotions and mixed thoughts and we just didn't quite know how to you know streamline them yeah and that that podcast really did that for us yeah and so i mean if you've ever like if you're in a similar situation and you're kind of a bit lost at the moment we'd encourage you to probably start looking into things like attachment parenting i would i wouldn't say that we are complete attachment parenting yeah i definitely yeah. feel like we have it's, found it's a hybrid our, yeah. yeah but yeah. i think it's our balance it's the yeah. it's what we found that works for us and i think that's what's really important you know um when we first tried um some attachment parenting techniques we really delved into it and some of it didn't work for us and yeah. i think that's what it's about finding the balance about what works for you yeah that's right and so i mean it's it's good to kind of go away and read those things and it's the same with any sort of raising kids like i mean there's good bits there's bad bits there's stuff you can take away there's stuff you need to leave behind and essentially at the end of the day what you end up with is is just this hybrid of a whole bunch of stuff that you've learnt or had experience with with your own kids that has worked and you kind of go well okay so this section worked this section didn't so we'll keep the section that worked but don't feel guilty about yeah, 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 yeah. Mum guilt is real. It is real. And I'm assuming dad guilt is real too. Yeah. But just don't feel guilty. Yeah. So know? I guess, you know, the purpose of this first kind of podcast was kind of like to, to give you a little bit of an intro into us, um, our parenting journey so far, um, but also just to kind of really highlight the reasons why we want to do this because it's not, I guess, uh, you know, it's, it's just about sharing our journey yeah, what we've yeah. been through and you know the idea is that if someone listening is in a similar situation or can get something out of it then fantastic you know it makes it all worthwhile because you know we just realistically thought do you know what this has been <laughs> such an interesting journey for us yeah that we want to share it with people and we want you know if it resonates with some people great you know and if it doesn't, then just stay for the quality banter. Yeah, that's it. There's a lot of back and forth that'll happen. And we got, I'm sure we you'll got love good it. banter. That's it. And I'm sure we'll have some great stories along the way of our kids because yeah. my oh, kids are bloody gold so mine. Many. So oh, they're so many good. stories. See, like we're sitting here, we're looking at each other, we're thinking to ourselves, oh my goodness, I have so many stories to tell people. I feel like we should have but, like segments, like 
things my kid said, like <laughs> jerk things my kid said, you know, jerk things my kid did today, you know. Yeah, yeah, that'd be like, yeah, it'd just take things too I long. Things I thought I would never say as a parent. <laughs> yeah. Like sentences I, like I never idea. thought I would utter. I like utter. that idea. Yeah, look, if you've got any ideas as well, please let us know. But, I mean, we've got so many stories that we could share. We don't want to, Don't like, all parents, though, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, that's true. But we just don't want to take up too much of your time, I, think, I guess. I think... Uh, <laughs> My favourite thing that I've said this week is, no, James, we don't eat other people's boogers. Yeah. That's real. That's real. That's, That's real. parenting. So many times. I've that is st- parenting. Stop him from going digging in my nose. <laughs> it's just so weird. He's out of boogers in his so own. So weird. Yeah. Oh, no, out, like, of I'm, I'm, I'm out of winners. I'm empty, Picking my winners, mum. I'm empty. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. All right, well, guys, well, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. And, uh, you know, the next one will be coming pretty soon, I think. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, look, we want to do this on a pretty regular basis. But, uh, again, look, if you've got anything to add or, or say or comment, just reach out. Hit us up on our socials. Yeah. Everybody loves Redmond's on Insta. That's where I'm most active. <laughs> yeah, go there if you want, for sure. Not if you want. You need to go there. <laughs> Well, there's the attempted, attempted parenting. Uh, oh, that's right. Instagram I did start as well. Inst- yeah. yeah, yeah. We kind of haven't probably quite started that. it properly, but yeah, we'll get it going. All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in, and uh, yeah, we'll see you soon. Yep. Bye.